presence, Lord. Thank you for your presence. Glory to God. Oh, what a Savior. Oh, what a Savior. Turn with me to the book of Luke, chapter number 19. The book of Luke, chapter number 19. Thank you so much again for coming, being with us in service. Oh, man. What a wonderful presence we feel here this morning, afternoon, this afternoon, hallelujah, wonderful singing today, Luke chapter 19, we're going to read one verse here and then I'm going to kind of overview a few things before we get into this just for the sake of knowledge of everyone who's here. We want everyone to understand what we're preaching. I think too many times we think everybody knows. Amen? Not everybody knows the stories, and we want to make sure that we get that across here today. So if it seems a little elementary at first, uh, we want to make sure that we connect with everyone. I would love for my kids to know, all the way up to uh, everyone, to know what we're talking about here today. Luke chapter 19 and verse number 10. And I know you say, Brother Jared, that's not Luke 2. I know it's not Luke 2. But today we're going to come at this kind of a different way. If that's okay with you. Is that okay with you, Sherea? Okay, good. As long as it's okay with Sherea, we're okay. Alright, Luke chapter 19, verse number 10. If you got it, say amen. For the Son of Man is come to seek and to save that which was lost. I'm going to read it again. For the Son of Man is come to seek and to save that which was lost. Heavenly Father, we love you. We're grateful for this opportunity to be in your house here today. God, we're grateful for the opportunity to come in and to worship you in your house. Lord, you deserve the worship. Lord, you deserve the praise, God. Nobody else does but you. And we've gathered in here today to show you how much we appreciate your sacrifice of leaving your throne and coming down here humbly in a manger being born. Hallelujah. So that we could receive all that pathway to God. We love you so much, God, and we're so grateful. And the church said, Amen. We know the reason for the season, right? Christmas, not Xmas, not Happy Holiday, Merry Christmas, right? It's Christmas. It's all about Christ. We know the reason for the season. We have an understanding about why we call December 25th Christmas. It is a Christ uh, comes first in that. We understand that it's Christ. The reason we celebrate Christmas is Christ. However, today I would like to ask the question, why did Christ come? We understand the reason for the season. We know that we're here to worship God and we're here to, to uh, uh, thank God for His birth uh, as He came uh, as man. But I want to get a little bit deeper into this here today. And I want to dig deeper than the birth and give you the purpose of Christ coming to this world. So my sermon is the purpose of Christmas, or maybe even better said, the purpose of Christ coming down here to this earth. The purpose. Why was He here? When you are woke up by your children 
at 5 o'clock in the morning on Christmas Day, uh, I want you to have a complete understanding of why he left the throne and heaven to be born in a humble manger. And it's easy to find because Christ told us why he was here. Amen? It's not hard to find because he self-proclaimed. He was the self-proclaimed purpose of Christ is found not in Luke chapter 2, but right here when he spoke from his own mouth in Luke chapter 19 and verse number 10 when he said, For the Son of Man is come to seek and to save that which was lost. Uh, Jared, I need the green ladder in there by the, uh, by the pot machine. Just bring it on out here. All right, so he came and we celebrate him coming. And we celebrate that Jesus was born. But why was he born? All right, I think that a lot of people uh, here, not just in America, but in the world, know the reason why that we call this thing Christmas. But they don't really understand the reason why that he came. And today, I want to preach an evangelical message here today about why Jesus Christ came. All right, so we see here the Bible talks about the self-proclaimed purpose of Christ. The Son of Man is come to seek and to save that which was lost. And we're going to look back, grab your Bibles again, look back at, the, at the, uh, uh, the, basically the setting here. And we're going to find that in Luke chapter 19, we see that Jesus enters in to a place here called Jericho. Now we could go into some of that stuff. There's really some good things that you can connect here, but we don't have time for that here today. Behold, there was a man named Zacchaeus that was here. Now the Bible says that he was chief among the publicans. Now what you have to understand, what is a publican? A publican is a tax collector. Matter of fact, they prob they weren't looked at, thank you son, they weren't looked at as, you know, they weren't very liked. All right, with the children of Israel or the Israelites. They weren't really light because they were collecting taxes from the children of Israel that wasn't going to their nation but going to support another nation. Hallelujah. So we see here that Jesus comes into Zacchaeus and he's not just a publican, but he's the chief of publicans here is what it says. So, you know, publicans at that time may not have been, you know, very high up or may not have had a lot of money. But we see here that the chief among the publicans, our commentary tells us that he probably did have quite a bit of money. And even though he is said to be a short man, he was probably pretty well known and pretty high up. All right. So the Bible says here that he come and, and uh, a man named Zacchaeus comes and he was a rich man. And uh, he sought uh, to see Jesus. He wanted to see Jesus. So he was seeking after Jesus. He sought, the Bible says, to see Jesus. Who he was. And could not for the press because he was little in stature. So we see here a man named Zacchaeus. That, is, that, that the Bible's talking about here who has a little bit of a problem in the fact that he's a little shorter than everybody else. And I'm not going to make any comments, Mary Helen, at all. 
I'm not even going to go there this time. All right? But this guy was short. All right? So he couldn't see. And so because he couldn't see, he had to find another way. Now you see what kind of desire that he had when he was willing. Now listen to this. He was willing to climb a tree to see Jesus. That's what the Bible tells us here. He says that he couldn't see because of the press, so he climbed up in a sycamore tree so that he could see above everybody. That was how much that he was desiring to see Jesus. Now, we know that in this story that he looks to see Jesus, and we'll get into the rest of it here in just a little bit, but the Bible says that he ran before and climbed up into a sycamore. I believe, let's see, if he's going to come through, he's going to come through this town, uh, through here. I could climb that tree, but no, that, that's probably not going to be able to see him. I could go over there, but he's probably not going to go. I'm going to try to place myself at the right location so that way I can see him. And so he runs and he looks before anybody else is at the sycamore tree he's planning in his mind he's saying I'm gonna see this Jesus and so here he comes and he climbs up in that sycamore tree so that way he could look out and he could see all right now he can see you guys pray that I don't hurt myself today okay he's looking out so that he can see you see he made the effort there was a desire in him to see Christ and his whole plan, now listen, I want you to get this, because we're fixing to, we're going to turn to this again at the end. But his whole plan is, if I could just see Jesus. My desire here today is that I could just come and see Jesus. And I want to tell you here today, you may not be a born-again Christian here today. All right, you may have come here today, and you come and you said, man, you know what I would like to do? I would just like to come to Lighthouse Ministries to see what kind of church they are. I'd like to come to see, you know what, I wonder, I, I would just like to come to see if I could get a peek of Jesus here today. I really have a desire, and because I have that desire, I'm going to make the effort and go ahead and go. And some of us here today, we came, and we put on ties and a suit jacket, and we came in and we made the effort and we walked in here today and we ate a little bit of food and we went ahead and stuck around to hear brother Jared preach thank you so much but we came in here because we wanted to see Jesus all right so that's the setting now then the Bible tells us here that he comes he climbs a tree and all of a sudden Jesus comes to him, and before we get to that, let's find out what he's talking about. He says, the Son of Man has come. So he comes and he says, he walks by this Zacchaeus, and he looks up, and he says some words to Zacchaeus, and then basically Zacchaeus I mean, instantly begins to change his whole worldview. It's incredible to see. I'll do whatever I have to do. He come into contact with God and he said, I'll do whatever I have to do. I'll sell everything or sell, sell half of what I have. Give it to the poor. And he goes on and he tells all these things. But Jesus comes in contact with him. And then we find out the whole reason that Jesus came. So, first of all, when we look at this scripture, we're going to break this scripture down. For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. The Son of Man. 
Isaiah chapter 9 verse 6 says, For unto us a child is born, unto us is given. The governor, or I'm sorry, the government shall be upon his shoulders, and his name shall be called Wonderful. Who are we talking about here? Who's the son of man? When you say, all right, it's Christmas and Jesus came and he could, the Christ came down and he was born in a manger. Who are you talking about? When, the, when Jesus self-proclaims and says that, that, that the son of man has come to say, who is the son of man? Hallelujah. Who is he? It says that he's called wonderful, counselor, the mighty God, the everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. We find later on in Scripture that He is the I Am. We find that He is the first and the last. We find that, 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 that he's, he's able to give us a peace that passes understanding. We find that He's able to give us a joy unspeakable and full of glory. Who are we talking about here? No, we're not talking about uh, just a regular person who has come and born. Um, no, I think sometimes we try and we mischaracterize Jesus of who he really was. But we're talking about God stepping off of his throne and coming down humbly into a manger to be born in a feeding trough in a barn. Hallelujah. I'm going to tell you something. When you take a look at, at, at this, what he does, it's incredible to see that someone of his stature would come and do so. So if he's going to step out of heaven... And come down to earth. Why? What was so important that he would step out of heaven, off of his throne, and would come to earth? He goes on and he says, The Son of Man, John chapter 14, verse 6 says, Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. In Acts we read, neither is there salvation in any other. For there uh, 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 is none other name under heaven given unto men, whereby we must be saved. This is a very important person. VIP, hallelujah, who has come down and he's born humbly. Man. He's come. The Son of Man has come. When we break that scripture down a little bit more, it has come. The Bible states that the Son of Man is come. He was not made to come. He was not brought. How many ever brought your kids to, to church? You know what I mean. They didn't want to come, but you brought them. I heard an old song here a long time ago. And this man started out by talking about how his parents drugged him. Oh, they drugged me. I tell you, it was a rough home. They drugged me to Sunday morning Sunday school. And they drugged me to Sunday p.m. service. And they drugged me to every youth event that was available. And they drugged me to this and they drugged me to that. I want to tell you something. Jesus was not brought. He was not sent. Jesus came willingly. Think about that. The God who created all things has come willingly. Man, what a statement that he's telling Zacchaeus here. He comes and he says, you know what? He said, he, he said you know, I, you come searching for me, but I have come. The Son of Man have willingly made my way to a sycamore tree today. Wow. 
He said, He hath come. And I love this part to seek, to pursue. And you know what? There are certain people that when they're pursuing something, you know, they're buying stock somewhere, whatever, everybody else buys stock. Because you know what they're doing is going to be something big, all right? Because they, they seem to just have a way. I want to know what God is pursuing. Yes, you know what I mean? Yes. You know what I'm saying? If God is pursuing something, I want to know. I want to step up and take, you know, it's pretty important when God himself is seeking. Hallelujah. Man, that must be a pretty important thing that he's doing when he comes, steps off of his throne down into this world, is born humbly. And now, not only was he born into this world humbly, but now he's going and he's looking and he's pursuing and he's seeking here today. Pretty awesome, right? The God, creator of all things, come down. What is he pursuing? You know what that lets me know? God wants. God desires. Hallelujah. Some of you guys have, you, you, you basically have seen God as just somebody. He's up there. What do you call those hammers that they use? Been using them a lot in, in the, uh, the house right now. Gavel. Very nice. I've. I probably will never remember that. <laughs> Slamming it down. Guilty. He's up there. He's just looking for you to mess up. He's looking. Did I, I want you to understand today, God came searching, seeking. Yes. That means He wants. He desires. He wants to see you do good. He wants to see. Right. What does He desire? What is He seeking? What, it, what does He want? Yes. The scripture goes on and He said He wants to seek and what? To save. Oh, I love this. Strong defines save as keep safe and sound. I'm going to tell you something. We could spend some time right there. He wants you to be safe and sound. Hallelujah. Man, that's pretty awesome. God has come, stepped off of his throne, down here to this earth, Brother Brandon, so that you can be safe and sound. Hallelujah. He has come seeking, Sister White, so that you can be safe and sound. Hallelujah. What a God, man. What his desire is to look at you, Lighthouse Ministries, here today, you visitor here today, and to make you safe and sound. Hallelujah. Did you know that the definition goes on? It says that to keep safe and sound, to rescue from danger or destruction. Oh, some of us heading down that way. And God reached his hand down, Brother Gaither. And he pulled us up out of the miry, cl- out of the miry clay. Set our feet up on a rock. Hallelujah. He, 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 he rescues from danger or destruction. To save a suffering soul. Injured or injury or, or peril. Somebody come here today hurt. Somebody here today come depressed? Somebody in this sanctuary here today that came and you're injured? Hallelujah. 
Oh, I'm trying to hurry, church, but this, this is getting a hold of me. Hallelujah. Is somebody in this building here come and you're wounded here today? Oh, God. What, what are you telling me? I'm telling you that the God, the God, the only God, came off of his throne down here to this earth and is looking and pursuing you so that you don't have to be wounded anymore, so that he can uh, 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 heal those, those scars. He can heal those wounds. Hallelujah. Heal that broken heart. God can do all of that. As a matter of fact, he doesn't, it's not just that he can. It's that he wants to. God, what he desires here today to see you saved. Hallelujah. Man, what an awesome God. His desire is to see us saved. To make well, heal, and listen to this. I love this. Ready? Restore to health. Restore to health. God has come so that we can be safe and sound here today. Second Peter 3 verse 9 says, The Lord is not slack concerning His promises, as some men count slackness, but as long-suffering towards usward. Or to usward, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. I want you to hear in the amplified version. You knew it was coming somewhere in the sermon. The Lord does not delay and is not tardy or slow about what he promises. According to some people's conception of slowness. But he is a long suffering. That means extraordinary, ordinarily patient. Somebody said, man, i got to fix everything before I... No, you don't. You weren't meant, meant to fix it on your own. God needs to be part of the healing. That's why He came. He wants to be part. He desires to be part of the healing process here today. So extraordinarily patient toward you. Not desiring that any should perish, but that all should turn to repentance. And then here's, here's my favorite part of all, okay? We're fixing to finish up with this. For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which is rich. Come on now. Go ahead and bring it up, Sister Shana. That's Luke 19.10. To seek and to save that which is well. To seek, and to, to, to seek after and come alongside that which is strong. Oh, come on, somebody. Hallelujah. No, 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 no. He has come to seek and to save that which was lost. Hallelujah. Oh, thank God. He has come not to just... Not to just come and take all the rich or all the well and everybody who's perfect or everybody know. He has come for me 
and for you who have problems, who, who are not perfect. He has come for me and you. Even in the midst of our junk, God has come and He desires and wants to come down in the middle of our lives and say, Son, oh, I've come here to come alongside you and help you to be able to make it in your life. I want you to know that's the reason for Christmas. That's the reason for Christ. Self proclaimed he said I've come to this world that I can pursue after and save and make well the person who is broken the person who is lost the person who needs help I have come to you hallelujah glory to God glory to God Lost means, I want you to listen to this, because some of you, there's no doubt in my mind that the enemy has been telling you this. Listen to these words. Are you ready? Useless. Are you hearing Brother Jared here today? He's been telling you you're useless. That's the enemy. That's not God. God does not look at you and see you as useless. God knows exactly where you can tie into the kingdom. And he can make you effective for his kingdom. How about this one? Second one, ruined. You've done too much. You've gone too far. Destroyed. The third one. How about that? Anybody here today say, well, you know, Brother Jared, you don't understand my past. You don't understand what I'm, you know, it's, it, it's just not possible anymore. No, sir. It is possible. As long as there is breath, there is hope. All you listen to this preacher today, as long as there is breath, there is hope. You know what? I'm going to take it a, further, a step further than that. As long as there is breath, there is, listen, ready? Potential in you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Oh, you didn't hear what I said there. As long as there's breath, there's potential. In other words, I'm not just saying that he can just save you, but God can take the useless and use. Hallelujah. Oh, he took Moses. Oh, 40 years out. 40 years becoming a somebody. Then another 40 years becoming a nobody. Hallelujah. To be used by God. Oh, I'm come to tell you here today, the enemy's been telling you you're useless, but as long as there's breath, there's hope for you. There's potential for you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So get this. The, the purpose of the pursuit of an almighty God was to save the lost. That was the purpose. The creator of all things did not come for the rich, the well, or the good. He came willingly, willingly, for the poor, broken, sick, and lost. So here we go back to our story and find a wee little man. Is what the, what the, the kids call him, right? That's what we see. Zacchaeus was a wee little man. Wee little man was he. Climbed up in a sycamore tree to see what he could see. Come on now. So here we see a little man. Let's see here. This is, this is a little dangerous. All right, Jared, come and help me, bub. It's my own son, so if he falls and hurts himself, I have to sue myself. I'm going to help you up here, bud. Just be careful. 
Get up there and sit on that top. There you go. Awesome. So here he is. Zacchaeus. Looking out. If I, my, my, my whole, the whole purpose for today. The whole purpose. He come, he said, take a look at what he done, guys. Zacchaeus. Made plans. I mean, like, prepared beforehand. I've got to find a spot where I think he's going to come. Think about this. I've got to find a spot where I think that the Christ is going to come. And I've got to get high enough to where I can see him. And if I can just catch a glimpse, I'm I'm looking, I'm searching, I'm wanting, I'm desiring. And all of this, here here we see uh, Zacchaeus, a wee little man who couldn't see above the crowd. And he said, I know I can't see him in any other way. I know I'm not tall enough. I know I'm not big enough. I know I'm not. Somebody come here today. And you said, I know I can't do it on my own. I know I can't. But if I can just get a little glimpse of Christ today, if I could just get a little hope. But here's what Zacchaeus did not understand. Zacchaeus says, I'll climb this tree to try to catch a glimpse of Christ. Oh, and then all of a sudden, here comes Christ. Oh, Christ has taken the exact route that Christ has made. He's, I believe in my mind that he knew exactly where he was going. And it didn't matter if Zacchaeus was in the sycamore tree or the white oak tree or the pine. It didn't matter where he was. But God was going to make his way. And here we see Christ coming. Hallelujah. Oh, somebody help me right here. Glory to God. Here he comes. Here Christ comes, looks up in that tree. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, and what we see is that Zacchaeus says, if I can just catch a glimpse, I'm searching, I'm looking. This day I have taken off of my calendar. I'm not doing anything else. I've come. Oh, but what he didn't know is that Jesus was making his way to Zacchaeus to tell him this. You spent this day, oh, to get prepared for me to come because you were searching for me but the son of man was born on and stepped out of heaven all down to earth born humbly in a barn in a feeding trough and is spending this life and is going to go and die and is going to raise again on the third day for you hallelujah oh you come and said I got this day but son I want you to know that my life is for you hallelujah and I want you to know here today you've come and you've climbed up in this sycamore tree here today and you said I wonder if I'm going to see Christ but what you don't understand let me read it or I'll get it all wrong the purpose of the birth of Jesus Christ is that the lost should be and would be found we are here today to celebrate the opportunity listen of somebody being found and saved in this service someone may have thought you were coming to visit Christ today but rather he has come to visit you. Hallelujah. 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 You thought, man, if I could just go, if I could just get a glimpse, if I could just see, if I could just, and all this time, what you didn't realize is that God was orchestrating and putting everything, lining everything up so that he could come by your tree today and say, son, you thought you were looking for me, but in all reality, I came looking for you. And somebody today came saying, can I find him? Can I see him? I'm searching. But then he is letting you know that he was come down to this earth to pursue, to seek, to put you in a service this morning and to give you an opportunity to come in contact with him this afternoon. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
And this is the key right here. Let me find it again. Listen to this. The first thing that he says to this wee little man. Zacchaeus, make haste. In other words, he's saying, hurry up. Come on now. Hurry up. Come on down. Maybe God's telling somebody that here today. Come on now. You, there's been multiple opportunities. You, you didn't come see me in, in Jerusalem. You didn't come see me over, you know, whenever we was in Galilee. This is your chance. Hurry up. Come on. Decision needs to be made. And then listen, he says, make haste and come down. For today I must abide at thy house. And this is the question. Somebody get me a song. This is the question here today. Will you take Christmas home with you today? Will you take Christ home with you? purpose, the reason. We know the reason for the season, it's Christ. But what, what's the reason for Christ? Why was self-proclaimed, he said it his own self, I have come, the Son of Man has come, so that I can seek or pursue, and that I might save. Anybody needs saved here today? You're in a situation, you're in a safe to make you safe and sound come on now you know that's pretty awesome right there to make you safe and sound and the beauty of it is is he's not saying when you invest a certain amount of money come on now when you you know when you when you become politically high enough in the Christian movement to where, no. He did not come to seek and to save the ones, just the ones that were rich or just the ones. He come to seek and to save that which was lost. Stand all across the building if you would. Thank you, son. Heavenly Father, we love you, Lord. We're so grateful for this opportunity to come into contact with you. Lord, we know today, God, that you've given it, laid it upon our heart, Lord, to preach an evangelical sermon here today. Lord, to give someone an opportunity. Lord, they, they thought they were coming to see you. What they didn't realize, Lord, that this whole time that you've been making your way to their lives, I pray here today, God, that you would help them today to make that decision that they're going to give their life to you and they're going to start this journey of salvation. Because the whole purpose of you stepping out of glory this humble earth can be summed up in that one word.
salvation to save that which was lost. With every head remaining bowed and every eye closed, I just want to talk to you for a second. And then we're going to come up and we're going to pray. And I just want to, just want to give you an opportunity here today. I know this is a little bit old school, but I've given you a little bit of opportunity here today to just, to just make it known that, Brother Jared, I would like to be saved. I'm not saved and I'd like to be saved. And I'd like to start my journey here today. And I'm not going to embarrass you or, or, or anything. We'll pray with you a little bit later on. But I, I'd just like to know, is there anybody here today that say, Brother Jared, you've been talking to me. And if you just, if you just step out, be brave here today, and just start with lifting that hand. Say, Brother Jared, you're talking to me. You're talking to me. I'd like, I, I'm not saved and I'd like to be saved. I'm asking you here today. How about it, men? How about it, ladies? Anybody here today say, Brother Jared, you're talking to me. And today I'd like to start that journey with Jesus Christ. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. Hallelujah. Anyone else? We've had one that's raised their hand. Anyone else? Glory to God. Hallelujah. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to ask for the, all the, the people in the church to come pray. And those of you that have raised your hands, I'd like for you to just meet me up here. We're going to pray with you right up here, me and my wife. Hallelujah. Would you come? Church, let's come and pray.